Hello, gorgeous. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Jessica Harlow podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Harlow, and this is a podcast that I created specifically to help you become an even better version of yourselves. You know, we spend so much time looking at admiring other beautiful, happy, successful, sexy people, right? Why not join them? So we're already three weeks into the new year. How are you doing with your resolutions? I'm more of a goals person myself. I know that a lot of you guys are as well. But whether it's resolutions, goals, whatever you want to call them, have you taken the time to at least give yourself, uh, give your goals a sort of refresh? If you feel like you've been slacking or fell off the bandwagon a bit, this is your chance and a reminder to pick yourself back up. We all know by now that loving ourselves is an essential ingredient for a happier and higher quality life, right? It's kind of obvious in so many ways that people who think very highly of themselves tend to have life sort of follow suit. I mean, think about it. We all know someone, whether we like them or not, that they really think that they're God's gift and some way, somehow their life keeps confirming that to them. It's energy, it's vibes, it's overall like attracting like. Someone recently wrote to me in like the DMs or whatever about attracting and manifesting things into their lives. And I said to her, we don't attract what we want, we attract who we are. And furthermore, we attract who we believe we are, what we believe we're capable of, what we believe we're worthy of, okay? Who we are is more about how we feel about ourselves, how we view ourselves rather than anything else. But I know it's hard for some to wrap their heads around. I mean, how am I supposed to love myself when I mess up? How am I supposed to love myself and want to improve myself at the same time? Like if I want to be better than what I am now, is that like, how is that loving myself? And of course, it isn't always easy, but it can get easier if you commit to it. If you commit to nothing other than loving and bettering yourself and view bettering yourself as a form of loving yourself, a form of saying, I see who I am, I accept who I am right now, but I just know that I am capable of so much more. Um, It's not always easy, but it can get easier if you commit to it. Commit to nothing other than loving and bettering yourself. You will see so many areas of your life blossom beyond your imagination. Think of it this way. Nobody's perfect, and yet we love people anyway. I say this all the time because we all have this idea of like we have to be perfect in order to be loved. But if we think about it, nobody we know is perfect. And even the people we really love, they're not perfect either, but we love them anyway. So nobody's perfect, yet we love them anyway. And everyone has something that they can improve on. And if we love people, we love them as they are, but we also want even better for them. And the same thing goes for ourselves. People don't often talk about this enough, but we all make mistakes. We all mess up. We all let ourselves down sometimes. We have moments where we aren't thinking or we get carried away or we forget who we are and what matters to us most. It happens. You know, life happens. Things happen. We kind of like fall off a bit. It is a part of the human condition. But why do we do that? Why do we do that? Why do you do that? Why do you do that even when you love yourself? And this is an especially important question when we feel like we've gone beyond the occasional slip up and have crossed into the land of self-sabotage. It is said that self-sabotage is a defense mechanism. What do you mean? How can self-sabotage be a defense mechanism against what? Success? Well, let's dive into this because if you guys remember, if you've listened a few episodes back where I mentioned how fear of success is a real thing. So here's what's going on inside of us. There's something that's inside of us that's kind of like the best way to think about it is kind of like an internal temperature, kind of like a thermostat. So if 
just like the thermostat in your home, let's say your thermostat is is set to like 70 degrees. Well, even when a cold wind comes in, your thermostat will adjust it right back to 70. And the same thing happens like in our lives. So let's say you're like a 70 degree person, which is like pretty average, above average, etc. Let's say a nice cold 20 degrees comes in situation wise into your life, but you still bounce back up to 70 degrees. That's fantastic, right? Well, it's not when you're a 70 degree person that wants to live a 100 degree life. Because if you're a 70 degree person and a gust of like 100 plus degrees comes into your life, it's going to be great for a while, but then some way, somehow you're back at 70. It's that same feeling that we have when we feel like we are, we have something and then all of a sudden it slips through our fingers and we're like, wait, how did this happen? We were doing so well. Why did this thing just seem to just slip from my grasp? Well, it has to do with how you view yourself, the standards that you hold for yourself, um, the standards you hold yourself up to. But even more importantly than that, it's your beliefs about who you are, like the real beliefs, not the, you know, I believe I'm this and that. No, 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 no. We're talking the deep down subconscious, unconscious beliefs about who we are, how we really identify ourselves. And let's highlight two things that are happening here. The very funny thing about the human mind, it's kind of like the most powerful part of our personality, let's say, is that we have to, without a doubt, we are programmed and wired to behave, perform, and operate exactly the way we identify ourselves as. No more, no less. It's the difference between being someone who does something stupid at times and believing that you are a stupid person. It's the difference between being someone who has procrastinated at times and believing that we are procrastinators. This one's huge for me. We are wired to behave consistently in the way that we identify ourselves. It's more than just about changing a behavior that can get you temporary results. But if you really want to create lasting change, and nothing changes if nothing changes in your life, but if you want to create lasting change, you really have to start changing the way that you view yourself, change how you identify yourself. When you get to the point where you decide this is not who I am anymore, it's done. It's like a light switch goes off. When you make the decision to shift your identity, it's over. So think about maybe any areas of your life that you want to improve, any area where you feel like you've gotten some results, but reverted back to your old ways, any area of your life where you believe you've been self-sabotaging. And think about what you have to believe about yourself, about who you are, about your character to go along with that routine, to go along with that pattern, to keep that momentum alive. It's as simple as making the decision of this is not who I am anymore. This is who I thought I was, but no longer who I am. Because I really believe that we don't do things that we don't believe serves us. But at the end of the day, what it really is, is by serves us, I mean serves the identity that we have for ourselves. Okay, so we're doing things with a purpose even unconsciously, it's really about serving the vision and the idea of ourselves that we have, about who we are, how we truly feel about ourselves. It's the reason why there have been so many people who, let's say, have been addicted to drugs, like hard drugs. And we've heard some stories of people who like quit in a moment for the rest of their lives. Think about even maybe, you know, someone who smoked cigarettes for their whole lives and then all of a sudden out of nowhere just stopped, never touched it again. And it stayed that way for years. And then you might think of other people who have had addictions, but they consistently seem to keep going back and forth, 
back and forth, back and forth. Now, the difference is the people who gave up the addiction and actually stuck with it and it lasted and had long-term results, they decided that they were no longer an addict. They no longer viewed themselves at some, as someone who was addicted to anything. They no longer viewed themselves as addicted to whatever it was. And the people who were constantly quitting and going back, well, they identified as addicts. They identified as smokers. They identified as drug users. It became, it. they allowed that to become part of who they are. Whereas the others who made the lasting change decided that's not who they are anymore. It's not it. Like this is not fitting in their biography anymore. This is, this is, it's done. And it may sound very simplistic, and of course, let me remind people that I'm not a doctor, but objectively and logically speaking, you've got to admit that there's some truth to this, if not a lot of truth. I believe that we've all had moments in our lives where we had a pattern, where we would keep doing the same things over and over again in any area of our lives. Remember many episodes back where I've said that everyone reaches their enough point, the point where they realize the point where they realize so much pain or know without a shadow of a doubt that this is just more than they are willing to put up with or continue with or invest in. I've realized that this is because we reach a point that is far out of bounds with who we identify ourselves with. It's far out of bounds from the values that we really truly hold for ourselves. Now, it doesn't mean that our standards are very high when we get to that point, because when you get to that point, it means your standards need some work. If you feel like you've been going back and forth a lot with anything, when we get to that point of this is not me, this is not who I am, I cannot do that, I will not do that. What does this have to do with loving yourself, you ask? Well, I'm going to challenge you as well as myself, to dig a little bit deeper and get acquainted with your identity. Who are you? What are you? What do you really, really value? Okay, because we can say that we value certain things, but then if we were to look at our lives and things that we maybe put up with or tolerate or partake in or, you know, look at our behaviors and our actions we would probably say, oh, well, maybe maybe not quite what we thought, right? So sit down and ask yourself, who are you? What are you? What are you not? Who are you not? And what and who are you instead? I'm telling you, journaling can change your life. Grab a notebook and think about these questions. And from then on, every single day, okay, once you've made your decision about who you are from this point forward, who you want to identify as, what you want to identify as, having a clear vision of the person that you want to be, okay? This doesn't mean we're not talking about the outside stuff. We're talking about the inside stuff. We're talking about your mindset. We're talking about what you give your energy to. We talk about the thoughts that you want to have, the things that you want to focus on, how you want to feel when you get up in the morning, what you do when you get up in the morning, what you do before bed, um, et cetera, et cetera. Really become the architect of your life and figure out what it is. Because if you're in in, in a position where you feel like, you're getting the same results over and over again and you're not liking them, well, that means you got to change things because nothing's going to change if you don't change something, okay? So I'm telling you, journaling, again, can change your life if you really commit to it, okay? So get really clear about this vision for yourself. Grab a notebook and every single day, once you're clear about everything, every single day, every morning, every night before bed, write a page as if 
you are the kind of person that you want to be. Now, this isn't about becoming someone else, but this is about unlocking the version of yourself that you know you are worthy of being, experiencing, and walking through life as. Commit to raising your internal temperature in any and all areas of your life. Get around people that inspire you. Read biographies and autobiographies of the people that you look up to and admire. Immerse yourself in that and apply it to your own life. That's the key. Apply it. Nothing matters. You can listen to all the podcasts in the world. You can listen to um, all the best motivational speakers. You can you could be listening and reading till your head falls off. It's not going to make a difference until you actually apply what you're learning. Okay, so that's the key. Apply it in your own way, in your own style, to be the best version of yourself possible, and commit to constantly working at it, improving it, making yourself better. But of course. Before you do that, there's going to be a part where you're going to kind of feel bad. We all have things that we aren't proud of doing. We have things that we are ashamed of. We have things that we were like, God, I wish I didn't make that decision. This is where forgiving yourself is so, so important. You have to forgive yourself for what you didn't, for what you didn't do, for what you did do when you didn't know any better and focus on nurturing yourself into the person that you wish that you were nurtured into becoming today. I've said it so many times, reparenting ourselves is a very important thing for so many of us, regardless of what our family lives look like. You can have, there's no such thing as a perfect parent. Somebody's going to mess you up in some way. <laughs> Doesn't matter what they did, didn't do. There's something that's going to be a little bit messed up. Reparent yourself, nurture yourself into the person that you wished that you were nurtured into becoming today. Do that for yourself. That is the best and most loving thing that you can do for yourself. With that said, I love you all so much and thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you guys liked it. I hope you got something out of it. I hope that it helps you and inspires you in some way, shape or form to better yourself and live a better life and be happier. Most of all, I want you guys to be happier and feel better about yourselves and feel better about the life that you're creating. If you've liked this episode or any of the episodes, please feel free to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. I really like five stars. Hint, hint. But if you leave a rating and a review, it really helps the show to grow. Be sure to screenshot it and send it to me at hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com. And in exchange, you will be getting some freebies from me, such as like my hair care tips and secrets and a whole bunch of other things I've got up my sleeve for 2019. As always, I look forward to talking to you again next Thursday.